what we're going to say tonight, tonight's show is all about celebrating our successes, people. Our successes. You know? We're going to celebrate them tonight. Uh, so, uh, But you guys got to really know that this first song, it the success of the show hinges. <laughs> no pressure. On the success of this song. On the success of this song. So, like, I hope you guys don't feel too much pressure. I'm glad I learned it five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> You can go whenever you're Which one? So if you're lonely No, I'm here waiting for you I'm just a crosshair I'm just a shot away from you And if you leave here You leave me broken, shattered alive I'm just I'm just a shot that we can die Hit right into it, eh? 
I gotta tell you people, we're getting a little sentimental. We're in the last five shows of Live from the Dutch Hall. At least the last handful of shows in this bullshit in Pine Grove, Ontario. And I'm feeling a little wistful. But I think this is a good time. The fall, Michael's crops all in. Let's turn it up and out to celebrate all the great things that people in this room have accomplished over the last few uh, months. A little show I call Live from the Dutch Hall. But there's only one way to get it started, people. What's that, Peter? Theme song, Michael, you know that. For the show, it's old cockhead himself. He's playing the role of the balls for the nocturnal mission this week. Oh, and uh, one finger. he's doing it with one finger. <laughs> Dave the Rooster judges everyone. In the corner, that's the man on the guitar. He has been referred to as many things, but I like to refer to him as Steve. The reluctant German, everyone. Oh, and who's that tickling on the old skins in the corner? That's our CT, CRPC required Frenchman. He's just looking at himself on The French tickler, Kev Blanche. Hello, everybody. And working the camera, our director, Uh our bartender. Focusing on Dave's one finger for the opener, mostly. That's my brother, Paul Van Dyke, everyone. And now, it's your host of this program. It's the two-time, two-time, Club Award winner. It's Pete Van Dyke, folks. What are you finding his finger? He's got something in his finger, he's Podcast Woo! injury, That's folks. That's how you do that. Yeah. No, I'm a working nice. man. It's not a podcast injury, Paul. This is a, this is a, I think injury from an actual real something. man work. Well, suck it up and it get to work something. right now. Sliver right in my fingers. I got them finding them everywhere. There's like a little piece of paneling. You got to get some callus on those. Yeah. Banker hands. hands. Yeah. Banker hands. They're like tissue paper. They split right <laughs> open as soon as I like try to do anything manual, you know? Yeah. Because I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm made for my brain. 
It's like this world. I'm not meant to use these hands. Like I'm too pretty for it. It's obvious. I should be used for my beauty and my brains. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> not fair brain. enough. Not for yeah. my And they're both going not for my bra- Not for my brain. Though, Paul, you want me to uh, do a test of strength with you? Anytime, I'll try it. Pete, wow. that sliver that's in your hand. Let's do it live on the Dutch Hall. Penetrated my Test skin. of strength between the brothers. <laughs> no, that's true. Paul's skin is much more like a cast iron frying pan than mine. <laughs> yep. You know, where it would not, no no uh, splinter could penetrate his like uh, just mass like leather. Oh, it, it, like if you get hit with those things, it, it, like it's it honestly like getting hit with that. I think it would leave a r- ringing sound in your ears. <laughs> yeah, it would. That's why you go for the right hand. You know, he only comes with that one stupid right, and you block that right hand, and then just like kick him in his balls a bunch of times. Then you beat him. That's how you. That's how you but do it. But that's the only don't, way. Yeah, it's like Mike don't Tyson's punch out. Yes, yeah, Mike Tyson's punch out. Got to know his secret. Yeah. Hit him, better, hit him in the belly button. You yeah. better get it right, or you're going down. And he drops his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fucked. Yeah, that's right. He used to be when he was, was younger. Was that Soto Popinski? <laughs> no, I think that was King. Con- or oh yeah, uh, King, oh, well, King something. It was King. Uh, Big bald guy. Yeah. It was, I, I want to say King Kong Bundy, but it wasn't. It, it was wasn't. like King King. Uh, uh, oh shit! Who's got it, listeners? I know the next guy <laughs> after him was uh, was Tiger Singh. Oh, wasn't he was it? so fast. Oh, yeah. And you, well, you had to punch him when his like uh, his like turban had Glows. like a diamond and it would glow at yeah, you. Yeah. And that's when you'd punch that guy. You had to do a few dodges first. Yeah. Come at you dodge, with that dodge, dodge, jam. King Hippo. King yeah, Hippo. Hippo. Oh, nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed yeah, that King Hippo. So. What a great King game Hippo. that was. That was a great game. game. What was that on? Regular Nintendo. Regular Nintendo. Yep. We never owned it, but I know we rented it, I think. You guys had Atari, I remember. I still have that Atari 2600. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, 2600. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to rig it up to the new uh, to my projector screen that I installed. And uh, you can't. Uh, the people are like, why do you want to hook up old technology? Like, why do you want all this old technology? I'm like, because I got old technology. <laughs> why? Why not? Yeah, I'm trying to work it. It's a like stupid rig it up question. to new technology. I want to get old technology and new yeah. technology because I want to play fucking uh, like Pac-Man yeah. on a goddamn like projector screen because it's cool as shit. Yeah. Hell yeah! I'm right? Sure, you're not the only one in the world that wants to do that. It's awesome. Yeah, I figured it out mostly. They'll give you the parts, but they just they make you feel bad about wanting to do just old buy new stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, uh, it's gonna be less quality. I'm like, I don't I don't give a fuck. I'm making an old piece of shit work. And it's bringing back my childhood, oh, and I'm really awesome. happy yeah. about it. <laughs> you know, it's joystick with one button. Oh yeah, my <laughs> kids love it too. They were playing <laughs> Atari. Days. Sure. Yeah, you play hockey, and it's like, gish, 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 gish. you know, you stick it. That's you stick handling. Yeah. It's like you one back, button, forth, back, Shoot. forth, yeah, yeah. and that's all you do. Ding, <laughs> and it goes in the net, and you're like, fuck you, you know, to your kids, right? That's how you. Is that how you play video <laughs> games with your kids, Charles? Oh yeah. Just sound effects. Oh, thanks, babe. Fuck you to your kids. <laughs> He's like, I've, I'm smoking you at this. Yeah. It's because you weren't even born when I was dominating at it. <laughs> Charters, you were uh, you were like a huge arcade nerd back in the day. Is that correct? Yeah, we used to hang out at the arcade quite a bit, my brother and I. And I remember that uh, like when I would even come visit you when we were children, uh, you'd want to go to the arcade or whatever. And I would be like, uh, this is a world that's unknown to me on the farm. We can't go to the arcade on the farm. It's a long walk. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's a long walk there to the arcade. But you would know. go there all that time. And you, you, what was your, like, go-to? My absolute favorite game was Monster Boy in Wonderland. It was, like, the second Monster Boy game. <laughs> and it was 
It was awesome. You used to collect gold coins and buy swords and special boots. Okay, and wait, wait. This is sounds so obscure. It's <laughs> amazing. I've never heard of it. Has anyone heard of that? Not Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Did I get another person? Yeah, Wonder I, Boy. I don't know. No, no one would know if that's right or wrong because no. it sounds made up to all of us. <laughs> because none of us live in that world that you live in. It was a great game, like multi levels, and uh, I spent so much time playing it, I could beat it on one quarter by the end. On know? one quarter? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Wow. Oh, yeah. Now, I got to understand, like, Steve would be the closest one that would have a chance to have this experience that Charles had. Yeah. Mike's a farmer, Kev's too young, Paul's a farm kid. I was yeah. just buying cigarettes from him. Yeah, you weren't going to arcades, right? <laughs> it's a long walk. Uh, we would go out to school, yeah. Yeah, but... but. Arnie's dying. Oh, you go, f- you cut class and go to the... Yeah, you hang out at the billiards. That's how you learn to play foosball. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I see, pool, I didn't yeah. have the experience. I actually was concerned with my future. <laughs> hey, The whole time. Oh, yeah. That you was a mistake, wasn't it? I could have more, You've I been awesome be, at arcades. I could have been awesome at arcades, like Charters <laughs> and Paul. <laughs> I thought it was going to be you and Steve that would find this commonality. but it I was, went to an arcade. I spent a lot of time downtown. What was your go-to game? Um, it didn't, whatever didn't have a line. It just, like, I was always uh, so overwhelmed that it, I, I, I had a pocket full of quarters and I'd blow it in like 10 minutes. You were just happy <laughs> to play. Yes. Right? And then uh, you didn't care how many quarters you spent. Yeah, that's why you're bad with money, Steve. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> eh? no one ever said you're a Jewess. Yeah, yeah, that's the Germans uh, like that. Uh, uh, they're not known for their money. Eh? <laughs> Terrible with money. A- you know who is yes. the Dutch? The Dutch are known for their money. Charters was shit with his money when he was Polish. Then he married a <laughs> Dutch, uh, Dutch, a uh, half Dutch girl. <laughs> that was a rude awakening. Eh? and he became all of a sudden shrew with money. A lot of savings. Yeah, a lot of savings. Wow. That's true. Charter, seriously, if you didn't marry, um, oh, I'd be destitute. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out here. Like, I don't want to disparage That's my true. wife, who sits in the room, takes pictures, and does nice things for us, and makes us meat tray every Thank week. Thank you, Jane. You're the best. Thank you. Uh, but honestly, if she didn't marry a Dutch person, oh, a moth flew right in my nose. <laughs> uh, if she didn't marry me when we were poor, like we dirt poor, like when we had nothing to our name and, and uh, I had to put her through school and we were like broke as broke could be. And I, w- I turned into like hardcore Dutch where we're like, okay, we're going to manage every fucking penny, like t- every penny, you know, like I, I just really managed it to the mm. utmost because we were poor. Somebody and say uh, call you a miser. Yeah. Jane's mom thought I was like uh, abusive because I was so. Because oh. one time she came home and like was when we first had a baby. Like uh, my oldest daughter was just a baby, and uh, Jane's mom came to visit the baby. And uh, uh, Jane came home from work and I was like, "Hey, Jane, did you spend thirty six dollars at Zellers?" <laughs> right, and then uh, so familiar. And then uh, and then Jane's like, uh, "Yeah, I did." And then I go, "Okay, just just wondering. I just want to make sure that was a correct." Uh, because I was I was I was accounting for every penny at the time, you know, like so like it was a, really important. And then Jane's mom's like, he's a tyrant. He's going, he, you know, he's eventually going to kill you in your sleep. You know, <laughs> it seemed uh, like because it wasn't her world as she was used to. Because she's was, not is bred into you. Yeah, but it's like Dutch. I mean, like I'm bred. In, it's bred into me. You know what? I have to. This is a bit of a spoiler alert for uh, feedback. <laughs> But when uh, one of our super fans came down to uh, my house, he wanted to see the uh, uh, the Dutch Hall before we oh. moved to Delhi to the Spiky Ball Studios, and uh, so he he needed to see it before he moved out. So he he showed up at my house one day. That's cool. Donated a couple speakers to the to the uh, cause, 
and um, um, came and looked at the hall, Sweet. right? And, uh, oh, shit, what was my point? My point was, oh, damn it, I'm so stupid. You were talking about being cheap and Dutch. Oh, cheap and Dutch. Yeah, he said to me, he goes, uh, you know, like, uh, he goes, you're lucky. You had a father who was a, a farmer. So, like, he was, like, the boss. Like, he, so you got an example of how to, like, uh, like uh, take your, like, like how to be, like, like, take your life in your own hands and, like, be responsible for your own shit because your, your dad was the boss. He wasn't working for somebody else or whatever. And I was like, I never thought of it that way before, but, like, it is a bit of a, a truth, right? Like, if my dad would have worked for, like, a 9-to-5 job, I would have been more comfortable probably with a 9-to-5 job. Then, but because he didn't, because he was his own businessman, like for me, that was the goal always, like to be in charge of my own fate, not to work for somebody else. You know? uh, yeah, I think it's like natural leadership, right? Is that you don't even know you're learning it, but that's all you've ever watched yeah, your yeah, whole life. Right? Yeah, yeah, you've it's watched like, this, That's just how you are. Exactly, because you watch this model, like your dad, like who's like running the whole show. And he's making it look like that's like he's like uh, he he he's actually making it look like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, which is the funniest part yeah. about it. You it's know, crazy like, you learn when you get older. Like, yeah, when you're a kid, you're like you're like oh, oh yeah, he knows what he's doing, right? And then you get older and you're like he didn't know what he's doing. He was just putting that train <laughs> together, hoping yeah. for the best. Yeah, that's a exactly. shitty old weld on there. He's like, like this it. might work, man. I would cross your fingers because <laughs> I have never went to school for this. <laughs> you know, that's like exactly what it is. But that's the truth. But the, as a kid, you're thinking he's like. Uh, so smart yeah he's got his shit together and that's what you gotta be, that's what you gotta be you know yeah and uh i never thought of it that way before about how much of a blessing it was to have a guy to come from that background you know like just to have that perspective that you could uh you could do it and, you could do and you it can, yeah. you could like make a living off it and actually have a, a really successful life yeah family could yeah, also yeah. be when you're a, a dick you can't work for anyone else <laughs> so that is actually be. a very a very <laughs> fair point um, and also something that i do suffer with so yeah, i me, would <laughs> me too me also. Yeah. that's the other side of things right? yeah. me also if if anyone seriously this is the truth if anyone if anyone hired me if any company would hire me at this point in my life they are a uh, company that's made a bad decision <laughs> I'm, I'm fired at first break guaranteed Mm. <laughs> if you're not your own boss, yeah, yeah. fired. I'm just straight. not a good employee. I'm I'm a terrible employee. The hardest part's admitting it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like I've it, come to knowing grips. it's half the battle. I've come to grips with it. Like seriously, like I I had a guy. I had you know I don't you know Jason Allen. He was like a comedian that uh, he's been on our show many oh, times. Right? Congratulations on his marriage. Oh, he just oh, got married. Jules. He's just got he's got an album out, Wood Chipper. You can probably find that somewhere. Go find the guy. Jason Allen. He's a great, a great friend guy. of the show. Absolutely. Jason told me one time uh, I was working on this new joke, and I was uh, I was in Hamilton Yuck Yucks. In Hamilton Yuck Yucks, I gotta tell you, it's a different crowd for me. You know, for me, I can't speak to anyone else's experience, but for Pete Van Dyke personally, when I go to Hamilton Yuck Yucks, and I do one of my sets, they will give me. Uh, more latitude than any other room that I've ever played. Like the crowd, the people that run the place, everything about it, they're just very nice to me, and the, and uh, it always seems to work out pretty good when I go there. A lot of venues, I cannot say the same thing. Yep. But Hamilton Yuck Yucks, 
They the p- crowd seems to be cool all the time. We always get along well and always have a good time. Sounds like right? they're Pete Van Dyke friendly. They're a Pete Van Dyke friendly crowd, right? <laughs> so one time I'm telling a joke. I'm just thinking of it in my head. It's just a new joke. I'm trying to think of, uh, and uh, it was about Bill Cosby. You know, old Billy. You know Bill Cosby. You know Billy uh, Boy. Bob Cook too. <laughs> three to ten, baby. Yeah, three to ten. He got. <laughs> Anyways, I was thinking. Uh, uh, Bill Cosby, you know how uh, I, my whole joke was about uh, if Bill Cosby wasn't a, a druggist and a rapist, <laughs> but merely uh, like a very um, curious uh, method actor trying to get into his role as Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable. Great, great name. Right? A uh, gynecologist at OBGYN. He's an OBGYN, I believe, eh? Isn't obstetrician and gynecologist. Makes sense. And uh, so what what Heathcliff Huxtable had to do all day Heathcliff long. Heathcliff Huxtable. <laughs> he had to look in. Uh, yeah, he had to go and uh, and look in a girl's vagina. So Bill Cosby is a serious actor. He maybe just took this role a bit too seriously. <laughs> right. And, you know, everyone's talking about the drugging and the raping, but no one ever talks about all the fibroids insist that that man removed. Oh. <laughs> all about his successes. <laughs> Anyways, so it got, a go big, it, it got a big laugh in the back of the room from where the comics were sitting, and, uh, but, and it got okay with the room, you know? Anyways, uh, one of the comics who really uh, carried on laughing uh, about that joke uh, went and told me after the show. He goes, "Pete, I love that joke. It's it's genius." And this is a, this is a respected comic. This is like a twenty year guy, you know, like a really respected guy. And he's like, uh, um, "But I'm afraid it might be a back of the room joke." So I told it uh, two more times. I told it once in uh, in uh, Toronto, just to test the theory. How'd that go? Oh, they did not like it. <laughs> and then I told it once in uh, Guelph. Which is also a very, very uh, um, is like Gu- is politically Guelph? correct town nowadays. Yeah, Guelph is now pretty much Toronto, GTA. Yeah, G- Guelph is. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. It's nothing like the Guelph that I went to school. At, it, yeah, know? it makes you make that gross face you just made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I lived the there. Word. I was one of the people that were making it cool, yeah, like I trying like... to make it cool, and then now it's this, and I'm oh, like, ah, uh, you're bitching at me for about everything I say. Anyways. Uh, so anyways, I knew it was going to bomb in Guelph, and I did it anyways. And then I was doing that show with Jason Allen. And Jason says to me, uh, hey, Pete, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I said, that Bill Cosby joke I'm trying, it's uh, going over like a lead balloon, right? <laughs> and then uh, Jason's like, where have you tried the joke, Pete? And, and I told him, uh, Toronto and uh, uh, Guelph. And he goes, uh, why do you think it didn't work there, you know? <laughs> And then uh, when he said it that way to me, I was like, oh, I get it now. I'm doing this on purpose <laughs> to see the reaction of these tight-ass political correct right. crowds in these typical... Like, I knew they weren't going to like it. I did it anyway because I wanted to see them not like it because that was funny to me. Like, to me as the performer, I'm getting entertainment from the crowd hating it. You know what I mean? That's oh, yeah. sick. That's sick. Mm-hmm. What kind of entertainment is that? Where the guy goes on stage and he's like kind of hoping the crowd will hate it because he'll like it, right? You know? Isn't that, that's wrong a bit, eh? Right? 
Well, it's right for you. <laughs> Makes me happy. I gotta tell you. Like I love watching those tight ass crowds. When I when I when I really get offended by the crowd, like when I'm doing a set and the crowds turn on me and where they where I'm I'm clearly like I they don't, they don't like, like me. You. I'm gonna be. I am gonna go like ultra. Asshole. Why they don't like me? <laughs> so if they don't like me because I'm dirty, I'm gonna be really dirty. If they don't like me because I'm like uh, like arrogant, I'll be really arrogant. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go over the top. Because I want, I already lost them. Now I want to get this fuck, like, how much can I lose them by, you know? Because you can't. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like being told you can't do something. Then you like, oh, yeah, fuck you. And and what what's the difference between getting a crowd reaction of, like, extreme passion for, like, yes, you guys are awesome, or fuck yes, you him. suck. It's like you being know? a heel wrestler. Yes, I, I think either way, that's art, isn't it? Like, you get that emotional reaction from a person. Where either way they feel like, uh, like you know, like they're they're getting like they just feel either angry or happy or like uh, yeah, like, like I even think about something. It, it, like, if you feel something, that's art, isn't it? Yeah, even even in sports, it's the same thing too. Like if the guy's an asshole, but you he's not the greatest player, but you remember him because you yeah. hate that fucking guy. You hate playing against the same kind of thing, right? But that guy, yeah, but if he you, did if, something. If you look at sports as as entertainment. That becomes even more important, right. doesn't it? If you're trying to sell a sport of hockey, let's say. Hockey's a perfect sport. And, and, and all of a sudden you see a guy like, uh, and, and the best example of this would have been, that, uh, what's that uh, guy's name that was married to the girl from Popular Mechanics for Kids? Uh, FNUF and Sean Avery. Sean Avery. Avery. Avery yeah. Oh, no, FNUF's married FNUF to her. FNUF is married to her, yeah. Right. Avery said he, what, how did he say He was that? there first. He got a sloppy second. <laughs> sloppy seconds. Fanuf got sloppy seconds. Like, right. said it. Great line. That's when, like, Twitter was just happening. Oh, the best. That guy was really ahead of the curve, eh? That Sean Avery. Like, a really. I, real... I had a few pops of that guy. Really? Yeah. You, you when I was in Owen Sound playing hockey, I partied with him numerous times. And what was he like as a real person? Super nice guy if, like, if he knew you, but a fucking cocky bastard, though. Like, yeah. super cocky and, but, cr like, crazy. Fun to party with, but I'll tell you, as far as the entertainer goes, yeah, like he as, was an entertainer. From my perspective, that guy knew how to play the game correctly. Like he was making a show out of the sport, which is what you're trying to sell. You're trying to sell a TV show, which is Hockey Night in Canada or like you yeah. know NBC Hockey or whatever you're going to sell. And this guy was the bad guy. People would come to the arena to boo this guy, and uh, he even when he was in junior hockey, I know. Um, uh, a local guy who played with him yeah. in uh, Kingston, I think. Kingston, yeah, totally. Kingston. And uh, even my friend that lives in Barrie would be like, uh, hey, man, when Everybody when Avery him. went to yeah. Barrie, Barry, like this kid would be like 16, 17 years old, and the entire arena is booing this something. guy as soon as he comes on the ice, and like every time he touches the puck, and like he's giving him a finger on the way out, and like he's, he's it's, it's like the real... crowd is reacting to him. Oh, man. So the power this kid has, you know, the the, the ego that must, this kid must have yeah. from getting the reaction from the crowd, whether it be positive or negative, it's yeah. a reaction you're getting from the crowd. Right. They have an emotional response to what you're doing, you, you know? Say, I hate that guy. When you're yeah. driving home, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. But really, like, he obviously did something, so you notice him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it matters. Like, I think that if you have a strong personality, half people are going to hate you right off the hop. Because you're too alpha or too like in their face, and they just don't want to listen to you because they're guys like me, you know. And then uh, the other, ha then the other, then there's a, the other 
part that's going to be like open to it or whatever, right. you know. But I mean, it's like, like anything. But uh, you have to still be a strong personality to have anyone care about you. If you're just going to be like uh, middle of the road and make everyone happy, that's, nobody's going to give a shit about you no, whatsoever, you know. Just floating along. Yeah, you right. still got to take a stand somewhere in the in, in the. So is that your hope when you're doing your comedy? Is that like, yeah, they hate me, but at least they'll remember me. Yeah. Right? Like when we went to that Glorious Sons concert. Charter, do you remember this? We're up in the some of it. We're this. Uh, we haven't talked about this. No, we have no. to do this before we get into feedback. The, uh, the group concert. Yeah. Yeah, we all went. A great, great uh, a showing by the entire uh, <laughs> uh, show. Really, you know. Yeah. Wes was an excellent host with Alicia. Yep. Uh, they they awesome treated us burgers. well. Burgers, just, I, and I can't eat buns, so I had two burgers as the buns. Yeah, was, you, yeah you, I saw your sandwich. You made, you used the patties on the outside. Two yeah. patties. Put, yeah. put some lettuce and tomato yeah. in the middle. Build my dressing up. on that. No way. Two patties. That was my burger. Oh, it's good. Greasy oh, yeah. Awesome old mitts, eh? I figured out. I figured out this anti-carb thing. It was it was delicious. Yeah, Wes has got a little hidden in hot tub, doesn't he? Oh, it's awesome. And close. <laughs> Keep the window. <laughs> and Pete came back. We were the first ones there. We got dropped off, and uh, we're out on the deck. Pete disappeared somewhere, but I just yeah. couldn't resist the hot tub. <laughs> got right in. This is the whole story. <laughs> this is the whole story. Dave's Dave's rushed over all the best parts of it. Uh, you know, we come home with Paul and Chris and his wife. And uh, it's their anniversary. They're they're eager to get home to fuck, right? And uh, <laughs> so they're just dropping us off at our vehicles at Wes's house, right? And uh, we are uh, drunk as fuck, right? Like, we have no business uh, driving home. Like, it's uh, dangerous for the community. Right? Oh, yeah. That's right. So we're not going to be doing that. So we are going to go into Wes's house and and, uh, and stay the night because that's a responsible humans right. that we are. So we walk into Wes's house. Wes is nowhere to be found. Wes left a little after us. So we thought he might be dragging behind a little bit. Little did we know, Wes went to Stra- uh, Strathroy for uh, a nice uh, sandwich and some gas. <laughs> went the wrong Strath- way on the highway. Yeah, he went the wrong way on the highway. <laughs> Ended up uh, almost to uh, <laughs> Sarnia or whatever. And he's like, oh, fuck, I got to come home, right? So they, they went the wrong way on the highway. <laughs> So, anyways, we were we were there quite a bit before they were. So, Charles and I walk into the house like we own the fucking place, to be met by a woman of uh, you know advanced age, not, not not too old, but you know like a a mature woman, you know. Wasn't expecting. Which we were not that. expecting at all. She wasn't there when we left. No, she was not there. I have never seen this woman before. So it made Charles and I think pretty quickly. At least I don't know if you thought this date, but I thought. Are we in the right house? <laughs> right? It did cross my mind. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, who the fuck are you? Right? And we're like, uh, who, who the fuck are you? <laughs> right? Turns out it's Wes's mom. <laughs> Wes's mom. And so we say, oh, you're Wes's mom. Like, yeah, we're Wes's friends. We're the ones that were here before. We're going to slay the night here or whatever. And she's like, how do I know you're Wes's friends? <laughs> and you're not just some, like, idiots that are like here to like mm-hmm. oh we're idiots <laughs> <laughs> yeah can you prove <laughs> and we're like uh i'm trying to explain where we're related and all this stuff and she's like not buying it eh? Right. and then uh uh charge is like uh we just kept plugging forward and charge is like let's go in the hot tub and <laughs> I, and, <laughs> and i thought at that time like no fucking way i'm going in the hot tub i'm going right to bed like i'm like ready for bed and uh charters uh I don't know what happens with him, but I hear from Wes that when Wes came home, 
they're like uh, trying to unlock the door, and all of a sudden they hear like, "How's it going?" <laughs> 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 and they only have like half the hot tub open, and there's like the Charles is like sitting in the half that's open, and he's just like getting a nice soak. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there for an indeterminate amount of time. His hands are all wrinkled. <laughs> He's a prude. Ashtray's half full beside me. <laughs> yeah, you've been sleeping for about 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. How you doing? You guys want to join me? <laughs> all I know is that when I went to bed, I had no blanket on me, but when I woke up, I had a nice warm blanket on me. Aww. Right. I know somebody did that. I don't know who it was. If it was Wes or if it was Wes's girlfriend, either way. Maybe it was Wes's mom. Maybe it was Wes's <laughs> mom. I don't know, but whoever did it, you know, God bless you and I uh, love you. Big up, big up. Big ups to you. But you know what? We got to get into a segment because we got to talk to our audience here. We do something on this show live from the Dutch Hall. It's a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. Go to a Live from the Dutch Hall's website, livefromthedutchhall.com. Click off your ant. Penis? Ad blockers. Click off them, Paul. It's simple. Even my 12-year-old son can do it. Ryan made a big purchase on there this what week. What did he buy, Dave? Mm. He's been saving his money. He bought himself a, a VR uh, kit for his PlayStation 4. What does that mean? Oh. Virtual reality? Virtual reality, yeah. yeah comes full send PS4? Oh, yeah. Full send. <laughs> You're cost, in some other world. It cost as much as the PS4 did for this. It's like, it's very dear. What's he been doing? Mowing lawns? Yeah, he walks the neighbor's dog. Oh, yeah. And nice. he had a birthday in there, saved some money. Yeah, that guy's like a. I love any kid that's making money. Oh yeah, he's industrious. Oh for man, sure. My neighbor, early start, eh? Good uh, my cousin lives right next door, and her oldest son, yeah, that that kid, is is industrious, and I and I will support any of his ventures. Like he's <laughs> one of my favorite. Like he's my favorite neighbor, Clark. Uh, shout out to Clark. No, what hey, up, Clarky? Clark. Clark's about five years old, six years old, or nice something. Nice blonde flow. High five. This this son of a bitch. He, I'm I'm. Uh, I, he's got a stand out in front of his house. He's selling chocolate bars. You know how people, you know when the school says sell chocolate bars? Some people will go door to door and sell chocolate bars on their bicycle and then get like bit by a neighbor, by a dog or whatever, you know? <laughs> that stuff happened to us as kids, right? Oh, yeah. That was the business plan. The only business plan. This is what this kid did. Grade probably, like, I don't know, he's probably grade one or something. He builds a fucking stand himself. Out of wool. With his dad's drill, <laughs> tobacco slats, a uh, couple of like shelving boards, he makes a whole stand, right? Like to sell chocolate bars. And he puts it on the side of the road. If you don't stop at this kid's stand, your heart is dead. <laughs> you're, you're black yeah. inside. Yeah, and you don't deserve you don't There's deserve a place anything. In hell for you. How do you do it, man? This this is the wildest thing and then when you get to his stand he doesn't even want to talk about the chocolate bars he's just talking about his craftsmanship <laughs> of this stand that he built with his parents tools with his parents had no knowledge of because they have four kids that are all very young he was just doing it in his off time yeah and he just decided he's going to escape from his parents uh, sight go and steal their power tools and their uh, uh, materials and build 
a fucking stand to sell chocolate bars yeah. uh, at grade one. This kid's That's awesome. He's best. on fire. Invest in him early. Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't want to talk too much out of school, but his younger brother's fantastic. I love all these kids. They got four kids. They're like my favorite kids in the world. I just love watching them, and they make me laugh so much. The second kids never got clothes on, ever. Yeah, he likes being naked. <laughs> Bare naked all the time. I find those uh, milky white ones with blonde hair like roaming around naked. Just they just letting like their to get, them, hang get some color on the balls. Yeah, white get a little ones. tan. <laughs> get a little co- Yeah, get a color down. Maybe deep. get a nice red on. <laughs> Maybe even a lipstick. Oh. You know what, Paul? When I think about burnt testicles, I think about Norpac. <laughs> the beef people. That's oh. all we got to do for them this week. Nice one, though. I haven't wow. got a check in a while. Yeah. <laughs> or jerky. Pepperettes would be good, too. Yeah, maybe anything. Maybe a couple steaks. <laughs> Who do we got to go see? Denisha? <laughs> what, I got to wear some old ripped clothes? <laughs> what, I got to wear a Poland flag on my chest? <laughs> we'll send Dave. We'll send Dave. Anyways, and uh, who else? Van Dyke Party Services. We're coming in the best time of year. You know what it is? Thanksgiving. Mm. Norfolk County Fair. Oh, the crisp air is, is out there. Mm. It's chilly tonight, people. We don't have the air conditioner on. We got a nice brisk breeze in here. And it's because Norfolk County Fair is going on. Yep, that's right. Everything's the way it should be. Delhi won again. <laughs> uh, the right? tug of war? No, everything. Overall, oh, every, Dave, overall. nine years in a row. Nine years Go in a row, Delhi's won. Nine straight. This year, when Delhi won, after nine years of winning, the Catholic school started chanting, fuck Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> the only wow. school that's dedicated to God started chanting with no one else around, like no one else being able to control them. Like At one point in time, one of the teachers stood up and started shushing a thousand children yelling, <laughs> fuck Delhi. You know? And uh, you know what? It was ineffective. It was ineffective. How dare you do that? No, 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 no. Shush, shush, kids. Stop that. <laughs> we don't speak of other schools like that. <laughs> a thousand kids fucked Delhi. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. But for those kids, that was their, that was what they took home from it, was that they were part of the thousand kid fucked Delhi yeah. chant. Right, sure. like they, we didn't get to win, but we got. We were there that year where there was a thousand kids oh, chanting yeah. "fuck Delhi," you know, and that was fun as hell, you know. And our teachers were all mad. Principals told us they were disappointed. In us. <laughs> you know, like that. The next day, yeah, yeah. announces the next day. This is a big deal, and yeah. I liked it, you know. And I, I remember in school when we get in big trouble when they had a, the whole principal had to come out and say we heard what your class did at this oh, yeah. like movie theater when we we're watching. Uh, remember that? What was that movie we watched? There's uh, no Lord of the Flies. Oh, yeah. Were you with me? I've got the conch. <laughs> we went to a movie theater to watch Lord of the Flies when we were in high school because we were reading the book in English class. So our uh, English class all went to the theater. We were all heckling the movie the whole time. Oh, yeah. And it was hilarious because when Piggy died, Piggy. everyone cheered. <laughs> it's not what you're supposed to do. It's supposed to be a sad moment in the movie. But we were like, you die, you fat fuck. Right? <laughs> 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 and then, because uh, uh, you can yell out, and no one knows who it is because it's dark in a the theater, right? It's like a teacher can't point oh. you out. Like, I knew that was you, Van Dyke. And I was like, no, you don't. That could have been anybody. I was like, like, uh, <laughs> die, fat fuck. <laughs> it sounded like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, did like, you guys yeah. have like Christmas carol assemblies where your whole class or your whole school would gather in your gymnasium and you guys would have to sing Christmas carols? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. In the dark with the projector. 
oh, with the words the on the a words. big projector God screen. So everything would be in the dark. And people would always be screaming out <laughs> shit just like that. <laughs> what else are you doing? No one would ever yeah. get caught. Yeah, it was nice when the. You know, I remember being. I remember when I watched The Doors. I watched the the movie oh, yeah. Oliver Stone's The Doors. Did you come with me? Yeah. And, everybody uh, in. And it was all the high school, all like people from our high school, and there were people shouting out their band names and stuff like that. You know, like it was really rowdy at the beginning. Yeah. And then uh, it made the movie way better. You know, because you had this rowdy crowd of people. Bit of an atmosphere. Yeah, when I watched Pulp Fiction, it was the same thing. It was like, when they when they put the hypodermic needle in Uma Thurman's chest yeah the whole crowd reacted like yeah. at the same time like so it was like this gasp of air from the crowd you feel it yeah yeah when they plunged into her yeah. chest the whole crowd erupted so the movie was like like astronomically better like way better because yeah. like, you had this like commonality of like a uh, uh, common experience of going through the emotion oh, together yeah. i can remember something about mary too we watched in the theater and the same thing it was a comedy but at the start of the movie when uh, the guy's walking around have you seen my baseball? Remember that's yeah. how the movie opens. Have you seen my baseball? And the whole theater is just roaring. Like it's so wrong to laugh at, but it's weird it that the whole so right. theater's roaring. Because if that movie came out today, I don't think the theater would roar. Wouldn't I think the theater would be disappointed, <laughs> right? And yeah. and that's that's crazy. That's like twenty years. Fucking Warren. Yeah, yeah Warren. Warren. <laughs> See my baseball like that, that. That would not go over today. No. I remember that in the theater too, where, where his when they showed his balls. That reaction when they showed oh, his yeah. balls in the zipper, oh my like God. it was over the top. The the place popped. Like oh, yeah. the whole theater popped. It the was old great. lady's tits, the cum in the hair. Ah, oh, so many good moments, yeah. man. That yeah. movie really broke. How do you? Down. Yeah, how do you? Like, how do you come up with an idea that will shock anyone anymore after that? Well, no like, one wants it. <laughs> it's it's offensive now. Yeah, it's all it's oh. all too offensive. Oh yeah, so I can't yeah, make a a movie about fucking a dog or something like that. Like, what was, was the like, last one like that? Then like American Pie, where he fucks the pie. There's still got to be stuff that happens that shocks you. What's the last movie that you watched that shocked? That was that like new one wow. on Netflix called The Package, and I haven't watched it, but the guy cuts his dick off in it Ooh. with oh. a knife. Whoa, that's what the movie's about. It's probably shocking, I imagine. I guess so. <laughs> They're like on a high school camping trip, and he cuts his dick off. Hmm. I'll get you. I'll leave him, Mark. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Uh, as no. far as I'm concerned, if you're listening to this program and you're thinking about cutting your dick off at a camping trip, I would suggest don't do it. Don't do it. Oh. Don't go that way. I can't see the benefit. No. <laughs> Dave, what's the benefit? There is none. Anyway, I agree. Thanksgiving weekend, you want to go to the fair? You go with your 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 uh, your regular um, crowd of yeah. dull losers. What are you smuggling a Mickey of rum to mix with your apple cider? Hey. Yep. You know what you need? You need between five and twenty nine bad like first cousins and bright yellow jackets. And all you gotta do is give us an email at lifeinthechallgmail.com and we'll send you Van Dyke Party Services. And you're gonna have the time of your life. That's a guarantee. And all it's gonna cost you is one hundred dollars of cold hard cash. Plus all of our expenses, which I'm not going to lie to you, they're going to be dear. Mm-hmm. Dear. But if you're not 100% satisfied, we'll return that $100. But those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Do not live your life in regret. Brought to you by Do Clean not. Flow. Go to, go to the fair on Saturday. You'll get it for free. I am going on Saturday. What's oh, going on? Get, well, probably you go to the fair on Saturday. I bet you there's over five... Van Dyke's there. 
Good. Oh, yeah. Good wager, Paul. Right. Yeah, meet you at the curling rink. I'll bet the over on that. <laughs> oh, the curling rink is a oh, yeah. hidden gem at the uh-huh. Norfolk County Fair. Oh, yeah. Now, for people that don't know the Norfolk County Fair. And horse show. Uh, and horse show. <laughs> it, is, it is the third. Good call, Michael. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> the third largest fair in Ontario. Uh, the third, Next to whom? Uh, the C&E mm. is number one. Big one. Number two is the Western Fair. Oh, London. And London. And then number three is Norfolk County Fair. Little tiny Norfolk. And horse show. And horse show. That's mind-bottling. It's mind-bottling, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're one of the oldest ones. It's a great, great, probably the only agricultural fair left, like where you can say it's still got that real tight agriculture, because Western and C&E is still, like, it's pretty urban. They use forklifts to get the pumpkins in. This is the largest agricultural fair, I'd say, in the in the in country that's left. And it's a great crown jewel of Norfolk County. Mm-hmm. I still love going through that barn with all the geese and the rabbits and everything. The geese are so loud. They got all the show chickens that are all awarded. Mm-hmm. It's just fun going Tie-dyed through Tie-dyed chickens. Like, remember, what are those dyed chickens? Do they dye those chickens? Oh, they got to be dyed. Yes, they are <laughs> dyed chickens, yes. guys. Well, why, why do they do that to them? Why, like, what's so special about when you just color a chicken? You know, are they color. white when they're born? They're white. No, you just color the egg, like Easter. No, the chicken is. Uh, <laughs> they must feed them. Uh, color them colors. up from their shit that they lie in all day. <laughs> and my favorite part. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> my favorite part of the fair is. Uh, is uh, leaving the fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. To be honest I with like it. that part, too. <clears throat> because uh, fair guy. <laughs> I get excited about it every year because it's that time of year, and I like that time of year. And, I, every, and then I go there, and I'm like, ah, my back hurts from walking around the tarmac all day. And it's like these fucking skids are yelling at me to spend money on some fucking game, and I just got to ignore them all the time. It's like, <laughs> hey, I live out in the country for a reason, and now I'm going to the fair, and I'm like, it's like I'm in the city being, like, hot, haggled by fucking beggars and stuff you know like what am i i love it you know what i mean like it's like a bunch of fucking homeless toothless people like yelling at me to spend money i'm like fuck you guys (laughs) and then uh where else where else can you buy a rambo knife and get your ear pierced yeah go play some crown and anchor Hey, I want to have some henna tattoos on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to go. Then I'm going to go play the birthday game. Yeah. I'm going to go play the birthday game. Maybe buy a blanket with a wolf on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> or a <laughs> coat or a with a wolf on it. Honestly, seriously, if you're looking for wo- oh. wolf wolf uh, base clothing, yeah, lone wolf. Uh, Norfolk County Fair has got some options for it's, you. And it's fucking awesome. I wanted a wolf t-shirt because I always thought wolf t-shirts were awesome when I saw them. And I, uh, I was still working at the bank at the time. And uh, I remember telling this girl that was working at the bank with me, I'm like, hey, uh, I like wolf t-shirts because they're fucking funny to me. <laughs> and uh, she's like, uh, I don't get it. And then uh, I go, I just went to Norfolk County Fair. I bought a T-shirt that has a wolf on it. Just a wolf howling at the moon. It's cool as shit. You can almost hear it. And she goes, and I go, it just makes me laugh so much. And she goes, what's so funny about it? My sister wears wolf shirts all the time. (laughs) And I go, really? I go, how old is your sister? And she goes, like, 24. I go, your sister is making fun of people that wear wolf shirts. And she goes... No, my my sister's an outdoor enthusiast. <laughs> and then I go, no, she's not. She's making fun of people that wear wolf shirts because 
It's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, she goes, uh, I, I, I disagree 100%. And then she went home for like Thanksgiving or something like that. She comes back the next Monday. My sister is totally making fun of that shit. You know, <laughs> she had no idea. She thought she loved nature. <laughs> Turns out she's like, a wolf shirt is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I saw someone at the arena one time in oh. Port Dover when I was watching my nieces and nephews play. Uh, they were wearing a, a, a sweatshirt. It had on the sweatshirt, it had um, a bear, a deer, a raccoon. Wow. <laughs> what else was all, it? With? All it was four of the majors. All four of the majors. Bear. Beavers? I don't know if there's a beaver, but Moose? it was all like... <laughs> Polar bear. Woodland no, no, like, like around here, like kind of like a skunk. Probably a box. Like a possum. Old possum. Yeah, and like a, a turkey. It was like ridiculous. It was whatever it was, it was just like, uh, you know, I get it. They're all here, but I hunt them all. Like a goose. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, is that what, you know, are you, I don't understand that level of like pride. And, and in, it's like a nice fuzz throw over, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, it's yeah. a mural on the back of your coat. Yeah, I went. I went to normal. Just gonna toss it onto the arena. <laughs> Come it's, on. cold. it's cold in there. J- children, grab my animal coat. We'll toss it on. <laughs> and head to the old rink. Yes, it's yes. fuzzy. Uh, I remember one time I was like, uh, like I saw that I was going to the fair to buy a wolf, t- my wolf T-shirt, and I said to the guy, it was an Indian fellow. No, no oh, was no, it? No, what per- a fucking surprise! <laughs> wow. No pertinence on the story, but. <laughs> Technically, you know, stab in the dark, Indian guy. And he's like to me, saying to me, he goes, uh, you want a wolf shirt? And I go, yeah, I want a wolf T-shirt. He goes, oh, I got this beautiful, beautiful artwork, and it's got like a transport truck on it, like a Peterbilt transport truck, and then a wolf in front of the transport truck, right? <laughs> Wait, I thought it was a mural on the back on like the cab. No, no, the wolf is like uh, like he stumbled into a, a, a parking lot. <laughs> Like a, <laughs> like the wolf. I didn't understand the whole shirt. Is what I'm telling you. Like the the truck seemed more featured than the wolf, and I'm like, I'm not really interested in trucks, you know. More interested in wolves. And then he gave me one with just the wolf and the moon. And I'm like, Perfect. you fucking know me now, man. You get me. We're gonna do this shirt right now. I love that. I love it big time. And then that same girl that I told you, her sister didn't know about that. Eventually, when uh, she left us, she bought me a present, and it was a <laughs> long sleeve T-shirt with a, a a pack of wolves on the front, and then down the sleeves were, were eagle heads. Oh man! <laughs> I was were. gonna guess Dreamcatchers. Awesome. Eagle heads, man! Like down the whole, f- like a fucking family of eagles <laughs> down my sleeve. That's like ranking. <laughs> it was the greatest and she got it like i was like you fucking get it now right you graduate now you get this what we're talking about here this is ridiculous and i love it i still have it in my closet i haven't worn it though but i, I can't bear myself to throw it out it's just so awesome one of these times i'll wear it on the show yeah hey? you should it sounds awesome maybe next week why not I'm calling it's, it right now we're the eagle colder. shirt yeah eagle yeah oh eagle man i'm bringing it out you know, and we'll see how close I was to describing it accurately. How many people at the Norfolk Ferry think buy those hot tubs? <laughs> oh, I bought. Do we buy a hot tub there? We bought one hot tub there. Really? Oh. <laughs> Can't believe there it, because I'm in the market for a hot tub. It's That's good deals there. Good deals there. 
They'll give really? You, they, like they're actually yeah. good deals? Yeah, it's like if you go to if you go to the outdoor farm show in Woodstock yep. for farming stuff, they'll give you show deals that you won't get on the on the uh, storefront, right? I like it. Because they have a goal that at this show, it's like a week show. They have to move so much merchandise. So they, like, discount it greatly, but they're going to get volume sales because they have this show sale or whatever. It, yeah. So yeah, when you go to fairs, you usually get pretty good deals on everything. Mm-hmm. When you go to any of those booths, that's cheaper you you can usually get it at the store. There you go. They don't advertise that, though, do they? They do not. I always think it's a joke. No, no. I tell you, my wife got me in that a few years ago. We said we bought a shower head. Oh, we yeah. bought. Uh, we started buying shit there, and it was like, oh, actually, you get decent deals there. Yeah. Wow. And the hot tub, it was like uh, ridiculous. It was pretty good. We got a we got a really good deal versus what we could got it anywhere else for. So. I like it. Yeah. Go to the county fair. Yeah. There you go. The price of admission, you get it back if you buy something. Check it you out. You cheap pricks. And uh, yeah, used to, people used to do a lot more business there than, than they do now. Like now, people just go for the entertainment. But back in the day, you'd sell. That would be like like a lot of your like you'd have a big sales goal for that fair because that was the time where you get all the people actually because you could be that you could check out. It was like uh, creating a mall where there was no mall before. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you used to have to go to each store individually or whatever, and then there was malls and everyone would go to the malls. But at the fair, it was like a mall before there were malls, you know. So back in the day, it was it was uh, one-stop shopping. You get everything done. Yeah, get people old. used to wait till the fair, and that's the time they buy their big purchases. That's they buy their TVs, they buy their mm. everything at the fair because they get the deals, right? Those days are gone though, mostly, mostly, because people are too cheap. Margins are too small, Michael. Yep. Not. Anyways, uh, we got people every week. They give us feedback on uh, all our various nice. social media platforms. This week, uh, Laura Collins. You remember Laura Collins? Yeah. Super fan. She mm-hmm. came in here. She says, hey, Pete, Spike Bell Studios is looking good. You officially have a five-foot peeping Tomette. Hmm. LOL. Oh. I think it means she's uh, a spying Peer. on it. She's uh, peering in the windows. Yeah. Wow. Fucking awesomeness. I hope you don't mind, LOL. Absolutely not. We don't mind, Laura. Come Love by any time, peep in our window. Sometimes you might find me in the tickler doing something dirty. <laughs> I don't even know. Hey? Oh, Kev, there's no way of telling. Steve might be there, or even Shazma. And you know, Shazma looks dirty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey? Even from afar, you might say something might be going on. Even when he's doing something normal, you're looking at him doing it, and you're like, that seems wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just him. Just because he has put that spin on it. <laughs> he, he said he was going to be here today. He's not here. Anyways, uh, you know who else? Uh, Laura Collins, thank you. No, I don't mind at all. Come by any time. I hope one time in the truck's there. We can, you can come in, and I'll give you a, a proper tour. Whoa. Bruce Veltry. Bruce Veltry is actually the guy who said stop by my house. He wanted to see the studio before it uh, went to the new, right. uh, the new place in Delhi. Good work, Bruce. And Bruce says, I'm glad to see the Dutch Hall before you put the lawnmower and the rakes and shovels back in it. <laughs> it's pretty iconic. Pine, Pine Grove's first podcast slash comedy incubator. Moving to Delhi, the city lights await you. Thank you very much, Bruce. And you know what? It was nice. You know what Bruce actually did? Actually, you're going to find out. We'll find out later on in feedback. We got feedback. You know, one time, this guy on YouTube, 
He sent me a he sent a message and commented on a YouTube video. It was the one with the Tig and uh, that uh, um, Jeff Leeson. Remember oh, that yeah. one? Oh yeah, they're sure. in the corner over there. Yeah, they're in the corner. And you guys played the Glorious Sons song, not the it was the first one with the sawed off shotgun. That one. Oh yeah, right. And uh, this guy Ryan Sim, he puts a comment on YouTube. He says, "I can't stop watching the Glorious Sons co- cover." It's fantastic. All Sweet. right. Sweet. It couldn't, it couldn't get enough of it. Awesome. Shout out to the Nocturnal Emissions. And then this guy, Shoeless Joseph. Hmm. Shoeless Joseph gave us some feedback last week. He said, who would you put on the Mount Rushmore of athletes who scored big time with the ladies? Let me say that again where I don't sound so drunk. <laughs> who would you put luck. on the Mount Rushmore of athletes who scored big time with the ladies. Obviously, it starts with Wilt Chamberlain. Stilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would Tiger make it? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm going no. No? For Tiger. Who, yeah. Who's up there, then? Who do you got top, like, four? Okay, I'm going to go. I'll say Wilt Chamberlain is definitely on that Mount Rushmore. Okay, we can't. No one can argue Wilt the Stilt because he said 20,000 yeah, women or whatever. Record breaking. I'm going to go number two. Sure thing, number two, Ric Flair. I'll go Ric Flair. Really? Yeah. Nice Athletes play. that banged women. And the reason that. I'm not the reason I don't like the reason I don't put Tiger in that category. I think Tiger could have been in that category. I th- I just don't think that he's in the right era. I think the 70s. If he was in the 70s, no no venereal diseases yet. No you know, birth uh, charges. Control. Yeah, birth controls there. You can still like kind of. There's a lot of rape allowed. Like. Date rapey stuff like like that. Like this is in before you could you know, now people are more like things are done right. Back in the day when like things were done wrong and like it was just evil and all that, you know what I mean? Those are the days you get numbers. <laughs> right? If you're gonna say who's got the most success with women, I'm gonna go Wilt Chamberlain. I'm gonna go uh I'll go like Joe Namath. Oh yeah. Because this is a seventies football player, single for the fur coat. Yeah, wore like nylons on commercials. He was a sex symbol in his day in the seventies. You gotta look for seventies figures, you know, to really like for numbers. For numbers. Yeah, you gotta go like in the era where there was like free sex, no no venereal diseases, and birth control is in fashion, you know? So you got like birth control, that's the seventies. That's the only magic period where you could just fuck uncon like with no consequences. Okay. Just go at it. Plant deep, blow your load, and then get out of there. Toss a couple uh, three pointers the next day. Oh yeah. No big deal. Oh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> you know, I, 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 so I'm gonna go, but but one in modern era. Did it again. Oh. Yeah, modern era. You want to switch eras? I'll go one modern era person that'll be uh, the outranked oh, okay. tiger. So we got one like, and I'll go one one person from the modern era. That would get on that Mount Rushmore. Okay. That isn't that isn't Tiger, and I'm going Derek Jeter. Ooh, yeah, good one. Because Jeter used to get him lined up. Fuck They'd bring it thing. to him. They'd sign a disclaimer. Yeah. What did you kill, Paul? Was it a pterodactyl? We well, were getting attacked by. Something. He almost broke his uh, back. On Giant that one. fucking spider. Yeah. That was big, and it was on the move. Oh, it was on the on move. It like three times. Oh, yeah, man. we saw, like, all of a sudden there was a creature of some sort. Paul yeah, was bludging awesome. it. I stomped on it once, and it got back up. 
Spiders have res- have resolve, eh? They still just live after you kill them. Now yeah. it's part of my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he attacked it. You know, I hope that we don't have as many of those critters. I had a chipmunk in here the one time, and I just kept fucking yelling at it. <laughs> and then I opened the door wide. I'm like, get out of here. And he kept running back, like, the wrong way. I'm like, this son Dumb. of a bitch. I'm, yeah. What the fuck is his problem? <laughs> hey, did the Haitian dwarf talk to you? We got is one more. We got one more. So anyone else you can think of that's a Lothario, a major Lothario as an athlete who... I'm putting the Haitian dwarf. I'm putting the Magic Johnson. <laughs> Magic Had a Johnson. little bit of a bump on the road, but... Oh, yeah, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. They'll call him Magic for nothing. Yeah, he didn't get AIDS for no, nothing either. Yeah, he fucking did it. He got a lot of puss. Yeah, you got to put Magic on that list. got to put Magic on that list. Who's the guy that got the most puss in hockey, do you think? Messier? Mm, yeah. yeah, undercover, though. He's not a media guy. Uh, you know who I think <laughs> is like uh, probably back in the day? The f- the I don't know if he's the original flower guy, Luffler. You think he got a lot of puss? Oh, Guy Lafleur smoking butts with that sweet flow, playing for the Montreal Canadian stud. That guy was railing. He wasn't married. Who cares? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just that era. Oh my God, Guy Lafleur. <laughs> Guy Lafleur. How about Ron Duguay? Oh baby, you know what? Those uh, I'll tell you, the backup goalies probably ran a nice program. Put a towel around the neck, <laughs> just fucking sit there and you know what? Plan what the night is for the boys, right? Ah, right, yeah, you guys go out win the game. I got everything else ready to go. Backup goalies are like the roadies of a hockey team. Yeah, it's awesome. Right? They're the ones that are like, hey, they're talking to girls in the crowd, eating hot dogs <laughs> from the bench. They're like, hey, I spotted these girls. They're like, come back there. You know, we're, going, we're staying at this hotel. We're going to Stanley's. Yeah. You know, and then these girls show up. It's all the backup goalie that's doing it. Yeah, that's right. And he just sits in the wings, eh? Because he doesn't care. He like lets the Gretzkys and Messiers and let them do their thing, and then he swoops in. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a smart move by the backup goalie. Yeah, yeah. He just like ah, those guys are married. They're gonna bring in the, all these girls. I'm gonna take. Weak friend number four. <laughs> See you later. Have a time. Yep. Yeah. That's a great strategy, man. I would do it all the time because, like, if, if, if I was ever I – n- I never got to do it. But if I was to do it, I would scout the m- middle of the pack, you know? Yeah. That's and, where your success will be. Yes. And I would just enjoy myself in the middle of the pack because they're fantastic girls there, right? Lots oh. of benefits. Exactly. Lots of benefits. Oh, they're real. That's what I uh, say. Full of. Uh, you go too too high up on the level, and they get to be too full of themselves, and they make right. me sick. Bit of a nose in the air. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you go too low, and they make me sick because they're ugly. <laughs> and then uh, it's in the middle. You need that sweet spot, right? Yeah. You need that sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere between like making me sick in my own mouth, and uh, <laughs> make me sick in my own mouth. Somewhere between those two. Because even those douchey hot chicks, they, they're they gross. Ah, they're the worst. Also, if you do something with your lips, like, just fuck off. Any <laughs> fucking reconstruction <laughs> shit. What are you, just covering bad teeth or what? I hate it, man. Like, uh, I used to watch the news, HLM, and there was a girl robbing Mead. She was old, but she was hot, right? And I would watch her and think, oh, she's, what's she wearing today? Nice blue dress with her tits all poking out. I like it. And uh, that's how I watch the news in the morning, right? <laughs> And then uh, 
All of a sudden, she gets her lips done. I'm like, what the fuck? She looks like a duck. <laughs> I don't like it at all. How do you all. think that looks good? Yeah, what's the big deal, girls? Just leave your lips alone. There's this one girl. She's a comedian. I follow her on Instagram. And uh, she's from L.A. or whatever. And uh, she's super hot. But then she fucked her lips up. Uh, and now she's showing herself all naked with a hot body and all that stuff. And she's like, uh, like provocative positions, you know? And I'm like, she's she's hot, but her face is all fucked up because she did that thing with her lips. Mm. Like, I can't get over it, you know? Yeah. Like, you ruin yourself. It is tough. Just be who you are and show your hot body. Who gives us a fuck about your face? We're just gonna, we're not gonna fuck your face. Nobody wants duck face. Well, for a bit. Yeah, a little bit. But the <laughs> lips don't make a difference, Paul. Give me a thin lip blowjob any day of the week. <laughs> are you writing down thin lip blowjob, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else we got here uh, we got uh, Gary Weeb Gary Weeb says uh, he gave us an actual review oh. on Facebook oh. huh. five stars he says top notch Canadian top notch oh. Canadian late night comedy funny as dollar sign ampersand at sign, dollar sign. You know what those are called? Dingbats. Oh. oh. Did you know that? No, nope. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I called my daughter Dingbat the other day, and uh, which is a name calling. It's it's against. Uh, it's not dingbat. proper parenting. <laughs> okay. But uh, I go, do you know what that means? And I, she goes, no. And I said, I don't know what it means either. Goes, Let's look it up <laughs> on Google. We googled it. It turns out it's like the little letters you put to replace swear words. Instead of fuck. So instead it says funny as fuck. It could also be funny as shit. It could also be as funny as uh, cock. Cunt. <laughs> funny as cunt. Four letter words, yep. Funny as. Uh, anus. Is anus four letters? Yeah, funny as anus. <laughs> Anyways, they go, congrats to the new digs in Delhi. And then the cheese lady. You know what? We gotta get to the cheese lady. She's busy working. She's cut platters in Delhi. We got Chuck on her. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. We're chicken on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady, she's always having fun. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady. Teresa, what you done? Teresa, the second mouse in Delhi, Ontario. <laughs> she sends us a little bit of feedback every week on Podbean. This week she says, ha, 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 ha. Ooh. Ha, 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 ha. Three ha's? Ha. Listening late. No, four ha's. Oh, four. My mistake. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. Four. <laughs> Listening late today, LOL. Don't be a pussy, Pete. Get a tattoo. Whoa. Whoa. Huh? I'm a pussy, am I? On your Challenge. opening. You should get a tattoo of a pussy. On my opening. <laughs> <laughs> on your penis. belly button. I want to get a, a tattoo of my penis on my penis, only bigger. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> no <joke. laughs> that's no joke. I really want to get that done. But uh, so far, people have said it's not possible. But uh, 
She says, uh, met my nemesis, super fan Bruce, this week. Because oh. what Bruce did, listen, listen to what Bruce did. Bruce went from my place. He wanted to see the Dutch Hall before it uh, moved. So he, he, he witnessed it with his own two eyes. Then what he did was he drove to Delhi, went to the second mouse, and visited the cheese lady because she is an icon to the super fan Bruce. Amazing. And then two super fans met each other. Wow. You know what Crazy. we're doing? We're putting people together here. Aren't we? Worlds <laughs> are colliding. And then they went on, they, they, he put it all on Twitter. And that's what they did. Our fans are finding each other, developing relationships. <laughs> if it's Bruce crazy. could throw that's a midget awesome. at the fair or a little person at the fair and meet the Haitian dwarf, it would be a trifector. Into a block of cheese. Oh, yes. Mm. Supplied by Teresa. So Teresa <laughs> gives a block of cheese. Bruce throws the Haitian dwarf into the block of cheese. Body oh. print, sell it. Game over. <laughs> that is synergy. Synergy. Dutch Hall. Oh, yeah, yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Met my nemesis, Bruce, super fan Bruce, this week. He's an awesome guy, just like you guys. Hey. 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 Have a great weekend. Hashtag cheese lady. Oh, thank you, cheese lady. But you know what? There's one more person. He's been with us since, since the very first episode of this program. Uh, nearly... 300 uh, episodes ago. He's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Let's hear it for the Haitian Dwarf. No, I was winging it. Oh, you had it. Yeah, your big fat rump will make me plump. Oh, I like it. I, I, I where are we gonna wing it at? Uh, I don't know. Come on, do it. I, I don't know if I do it again I and make Michael it. do it. Oh, it's off the bed we go. You are a bone. Yeah, see, <laughs> not good. Yeah, it would have been better than you last had time. You had genius because it was forced upon you. Yeah, time. I did. Ha I it would have came first out. Time. And yeah. then the second time, because you Too knew much. I already had it, yeah. you just like gave up on it. But when you were forced, you're like, we have to come up with it on the spot because we didn't talk about it. Then you would have got it. I would have. You yeah. would have nailed it, Mike. I have, I have then confidence. you embarrassed me. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Michael. No, but you know, right. you would have had it. That's how genius Michael is. That's what I was trying to. I was trying to give oh, you a compliment. Thanks, Peter. He goes. A Haitian dwarf goes on iTunes every week. Or not every week, but he's been gone for a while. Like we've been worried about the old HD. He hasn't been back. Yeah. This one was actually feedback uh, from a show from a couple weeks ago called uh, Kissed Him Right on the Lips. Long time feedback. And uh, Hasten Dwarf gives us five stars. He says, uh, Paul, in Haiti... It is customary for fathers to kiss sons on the lips. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I read that wrong. I read that wrong. In Haiti, it is customary for fathers and sons to kiss on the lips. Just not each other. <laughs> That's See how I got it wrong the first time. So he's saying it's, 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 they'll kiss other people. 
peep on yeah. list. Fuck they just won't gay <laughs> up with their dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my dad's house and about that episode, the day after we did that episode, and he's <laughs> like, he uh, hey, I haven't heard the show. What was last night's show about? And I'm like, I don't think you're going to like it. Yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, I'm just going to skip over that one. <laughs> maybe, yeah, just take a week off. <laughs> take a break. I just talked about you making out with Paul the whole time. <laughs> it wasn't a... Uh, it wasn't required viewing for you. <laughs> you guys doing anything for uh, Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got turkey. a bunch of family Thanksgiving things. For Saturday sure. at my in-laws and then Sunday at our place. Just food? Lots of food. I got hockey both days, so we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Good Jesus <laughs> Christ. Busy weekend. How hey. many How many kids are in hockey? Yours? Just one. One kid and it's that much. <laughs> Paul, do you have three kids in hockey right now? Yeah, I have three. Jesus. Three kids in hockey is like, that's torture. That's like ridiculous. That's like uh, you Crazy. have no time to yourself. Steve, how no, many of your I kids are in an act, uh, external activity? Uh, right now it's uh, one of four. One kid's <laughs> got a, a got an extracurricular? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, what, uh, what is it? Is it synchronized? It's swimming. It's swimming. swimming. Yeah. Synchro? Uh, no, they're doing a uh, bronze medallion. Oh, okay. Swimming lessons, yeah, like uh, like to teach or whatever. Yep. And then, uh, Michael, your uh, loins have still not produced children. <laughs> yeah, so I'm uh, still playing hockey. Pull out, Michael. Pull out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. I don't like work. I don't like sports for kids at all. I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't understand how people can be so competitive with children, like uh, like to make uh, like difficult decisions, like cutting kids or oh, stuff like that, yeah. like uh. It's a very, uh, I, I wish I could be objective as a parent when, if you were to cut my kid or whatever, but I can't be. I, 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 I hate you as soon as you cut my kid. Like, it, right? Like, I'm, I'm not going to forgive you. It's like bullshit. No, you're not going to. I'll like, point out like 10 more kids that are shittier than my kid in different <laughs> ways. Like, there's no way you can tell me my kid's cut and not and have me like you, you know? Like, I can't do it. Yeah, it, only, it, is it only makes them stronger, Pete. Yeah, like, right. You when you're, get... and, and I like how they fucking cut you on email, and then they, like, make you tell your kid, and then your kid has to cry, and you have to put up with it, and then you're like, oh, fucking, I don't know why. They're asking other questions. You don't know any answers. You're just like, I got blindsided like you did. And then, uh, and then you got these pussies like give you all the ex like ways to cover their ass afterwards after they cut your kid, right? Like I don't know. I'm just saying, like I don't get it. I understand you want to be competitive and all that shit, but I don't understand sports because like you build relationships with people that are on your team for years, right? And then all of a sudden, one year you'll say like, no, you can't play with them anymore. You know, yeah, like it's tough. it's a tough one, man. But the the problem like. You got to give some credit to those coaches. Like they no, are volunteer, though. <laughs> I don't like them, though. I know you're pissed, but like somebody's got to fucking do it. Yeah, those guys can go fuck themselves. Maybe. They're wrong. <laughs> hey, I'm you not, know what? I'm not arguing that fact, but somebody has got to take that role. And that yeah, and those guys are easy. dicks. <laughs> those guys are dicks. You shouldn't have to cut kids because if they're already together and like, then just keep the fucking long bench. That's what I say. You just keep the long bench. Yeah, but then you're going to be fucking pissed all year because your kid is sitting on the bench. You might as well let him no, go play another those kids, level. That's, where, that's the difference between a competitive athlete and me. <laughs> that you, you see it that way. Yes. And I, I see it like, no, if my kid sits on the bench and gets to hang out with their friends all season long and practice, they get to 
have that relationship with those friends. All right. And I don't see the the need to play as being uh, brought into the. Um, well, I don't see your kid getting any better if he's just sitting on the bench. That's true too. And you don't care about that? No. Okay. Because they're not going to make answer. a living. <laughs> if you don't because, care, fair answer. Because they're not going to make a living at this shit. They're just going to have fun and make friends. That's it's not what it's about, about making a living though. But it's like it's it's you should improve. Like it's like anything, you should improve year to year. No, regardless, you don't. Yeah, have to be but there. you're not going to improve being cut. But How are you going to improve? You're being not going to improve sitting right. on the fucking bench either. You, don't, you go to practice. You don't get. It. You go to practice you every week. You need to play. You need you to play. You yeah, but you. But, but, but either way, I mean, you're looking at either way. One way, you're not going to play at all. Right. So you're not going to get any better at all. Exactly. The other way, at least you get to practice. That, that's better than not playing. No, the other way, you play all the time, but you're no, playing wh- at a different level. No, no, no. There's no one way you don't play at all. Which way? When you get cut from a fucking team and no, they you tell still, you there's more teams, yeah, there's no more teams, dude. What? No, I'm it telling you, my kid got cut from a fucking team and there's oh. no more teams. You just don't get to play anymore. Well, that's a different story. Different yeah, that's a different. What sport are you talking about? Hockey, right? Yeah. yeah, hockey. They have options. In other sports, they don't. Okay. That's when you different. play other sports, they don't. Like a ho- in Canada. Hockey's fucking king. Right. They get to have all kinds of options because there's I so many fucking we numbers. About. I don't have kids that play hockey, but. I, they, 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 but in like you're talking high school sports. No, I'm not. I'm talking about fucking other sports that are minor, minor sports, but they're not basketball, volleyball. It's just volleyball, kind of you know. It's, I'm talking about volleyball, badminton. But whatever it is, it's still an Olympic sport. They have a minor right. league, just like hockey does. Right. Where you go beach volleyball, you go fucking uh, uh, handball, you go whatever it is. There's like a like a oh, like a like a league. That gets you that Olympic sport. So any bullshit Olympic sport they have, there's a league of that. In Canada, hockey is the most common one. So everyone understands hockey, and everybody like uh, knows the deal with hockey. If you go into another sport that's not hockey in this country, <laughs> people think you're fucking crazy. right? But uh, there is people that like other sports other than hockey. That's crazy. And don't like hockey. My my oldest kid got cut from the soccer team and was allowed to go to the tournament today. Yeah. And uh, as the water boy, right? He's in grade eight. He got cut from the team. He didn't take it very well. Well, uh, second game in, the AP got called in. Scored a goal right <laughs> off the field, right <laughs> off the bench. That's what dreams are made of. You can't right write that team. stuff. Are so you serious? That really happened today? That, that at the Delhi soccer field? At the Delhi soccer field, my kids. I would drove past it twice. And then uh, the, the team ended up winning because of his goal. So that, that no. should be on ESPN 30 for 30. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Why did you just tell us that now? That's We should have led the show with that. That's a whole story. We should have brought in Logan and celebrated his greatness <laughs> the whole time. You're goddamn right. That's the best story I've ever heard. That is a movie. And then got to play the rest of the games because fuck yeah. he scored he the goal. Yeah, that's the best. Right off the bench, it's awesome. And that's the thing. Every time a kid gets cut, that same kid, if they were given the chance, even in practice, just to show that they had, they could beat the people that were on the real team, that kid could, could prove themselves. And they're still in the game by being allowed in the game. But when you cut them and they're not allowed to play anymore... They're not allowed to prove that they can get better. Yeah, that's like if and there's that's no shit. other option. There's yeah, no other option. You're terrible. cut and you can't play, and all your friends are not your friends anymore. You're just like not allowed to spend all the time with them you spent for the last years with those people, you know. And to me, that's just like not acceptable in sports. And I know people say every 
kid gets a trophy is a uh, is bullshit and all that stuff and i'm like yeah i get that too but do you really what's important is it the is learning to be a team yeah. learning to support each other learning to be friend like learning all these or is it to be a like what the best when it's just a bunch of cunts yeah. that are all it's shitting on each other. Be a team. Like I mean, seriously, I think that the, I think that the coaches of most teams, kids, are the biggest assholes on the team. Ninety-five percent of the time. Yeah, I think that when you're the coach oh, of the, the team, kid? the coach's kid is an asshole, and that coach because they think they're impervious to scrutiny or whatever. But I heard one time of some guy cutting his own kid on the team. I'm like, that guy's cold-blooded, man. Like, that guy's fucking <laughs> that guy cold-blooded. Means business. Yeah. And then like, I give that guy respect, I guess, but he's like a fucking dick, man. That kid's gonna, his kid's going to hate him, right? Oh, fuck. That's big problems. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If your dad's a coach and he cuts you, I mean, that you're, you're, you're like kicked issues. right in the Things balls, right? Things are not right? going good. You're like that guy on uh, Wedding Crashers, that kid that paints. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that weird kid that oh, yeah, paints. That yeah, you like that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's not you. It's your dad. It is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate him. That's a great point. <laughs> oh shit, we are way too long, people. Already? I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we got through feedback. Yeah, I was going to give you feedback this show altogether. I still had my major stuff to talk about. I didn't. <laughs> next anyway, week. Next I'm week. sorry, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to our show. We've been live from the Dutch Hall. We have about three more weeks left here before we move to Delhi. If everyone could give us some feedback, let us know we're doing right or wrong. Thank you very much for all the support we're getting for our new venture. People, we cannot tell you enough. I, every day someone reaches out to me and, tell, and tells me to keep doing what we're doing. And... Uh, and they're people I never met, never heard of in my life. I've been overwhelmed by the amount of support we've gotten since we've uh, tried to do some crazy shit. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much for everyone that supported us. If you'd like to, tell a friend. Tell them to give us some feedback. At livefromthedutchhallgmail.com or you can follow us on uh, Facebook, Live from the Dutch Hall. Or you can uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at Dutch Hall. And other than that, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. to the hour and then we're like fucking hour. We're like three hours in. Woo.